Dots. I'm Dr. Latif and I'm the host of the Money Fit MD podcast. This is where we help badass women physicians just like you learn simple and effective tools to build wealth from the inside out. That way we can create wealth and bigger impact without all the burnout. Enjoy the episode. Question for you. Do you have a bucket list? If you don't, don't worry. You're not alone. I'm there with you. I'm recording this episode for you. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to another episode. This is Dr. Latifat. If you're new to my world, Welcome to the creep. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad you found us. We've been trying to find you. Where the heck have you been? Anyways, I'm glad you found us. This is where all the cool people hang, all the amazing humans that want money and want to create a life that is true to us, a life that is amazing, a life that is kind, a life that creates impact in the world. So if you're listening to this, I'm so glad I found you. <laughs> so I'm just curious, how did you find us? Anyways, don't forget to leave us a review after this. And when you do, let me know how you found us. And the way you leave a review is literally just scroll down on the same platform where you're listening. And at the very bottom, you see those stars. I love the five stars. So if you can leave us a five star and then type in some words there about what you love about this episode and how you found us, that would be amazing. So anyways, I hope you're doing good. I am doing fantastic, literally staring out right now. I'm doing the recording on the podcast or for the YouTube. If you're listening to us on YouTube, if you're um, listening to us, you can see my face. But I'm literally staring right now at the ocean. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. There's trees. And I'm just so grateful that I get to do this. This episode is something that I've been thinking about for a long time, but I hadn't gotten around to it. But so, okay. You know how people always talk about bucket list and all that stuff? I had no bucket list. There was literally nothing on my bucket list. And I thought there was something wrong with me. Like literally, you know, when you talk to people, they're like, yeah, we're gonna, I want to, my bucket list is to go to Paris. My bucket list is to do this, my bucket list. And I'm just like, none of that appeals to me. Right. And what I found was that it wasn't because the idea of a bucket list did not appeal, but it's because of the way that it's usually described traditionally just didn't appeal to my soul. So a lot of times when people talk about bucket list, and apparently, by the way, the word bucket list, if, I, if Google serves me right, was the result of a movie that was created where... I think it was back in the, I think it was like in the 1990s or so, but there was a movie, I don't even remember the name, but it's not, not really... I guess I shouldn't say it's not important. But anyways, I don't remember the name of the movie, whatever. And the whole idea of the movie was someone was talking about the things they wanted to do before they like kicked the bucket, before they died, right? And so what are the things that I want to do, the places that I want to go and all that stuff, right? And for me, I just never really had that. And so right now I am taking a sabbatical with my family and a lot of people were asking me things like, oh my goodness, was this on your bucket list? And I'm like, no, I don't don't didn't have a bucket list and what I realized was that there wasn't something wrong with me or maybe there was but whatever I don't care but the reason why I didn't have a bucket list is because a lot of times when I hear bucket list for many people it's this external society or culturally determined travel based things that people have decided are amazing and important and you should see at some point in your life right and so I think the reason why I resisted a bucket list was because I just 
I'm a recovering people pleaser. So the idea of having a list that's a result of what other people have glorified uh, or said is of value just felt like taking me back to who I used to be, which is no longer who I am right now, right? So I did not have a bucket list because of that, whether it's a truth, whether it's an assumption, but I still think that bucket lists are usually what other people have defined and decided is of value. And now you should go to Mount Kilimanjaro or you should go to whatever, 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 right? And that just didn't attract me per se. So what I decided instead is this whole idea of a quiet desire. What do I mean by that? A desire is something that gives like a strong feeling or a want, right? I think of a desire as something that I feel like is going to nourish my soul. And what I now have or what I now, what I decided and what I'm now doing is what I call more of a quiet desire. So instead of this being externally triggered or externally initiated or externally glorified, it becomes more of what are those things, those experiences, those activities, those actions that feeds my soul, right? So for example, taking the sabbatical is something that feeds my soul, right? It's not, I'm not doing this because anybody's saying to do it. It's not externally generated. It's internally generated. So even right now, as I'm recording the podcast and the YouTube, I'm literally like touching my chest and like my heart because this feeds my soul. Like being present feeds my soul. Deciding to do, you know, 15 countries or whatever number of countries we're doing this year, like feeds my soul, right? Spending time with my family feeds my soul. Being able to give of my time to the women, to the podcast, like all the stuff feeds my soul. Being in honestly, even being able to take care of my patients fed my soul, right? Being able to give, whether that's financial or time, to things that feed my soul, like those are my quiet desires. And the reason why is when this they trigger an emotional response in me, right? And if your bucket list or whatever it is doesn't trigger an emotional response of feed, like feeding your soul and nourishment of your spirit, then maybe it's time to like opt out of that and maybe opt into the idea of like quiet desires. So what are your desires? What are those things that's whispering to your heart right now that when you sit down with a cup of coffee, you're like, oh, I did that. I worked part time. I worked full time. I did that thing I've always wanted to do. I never thought I would be able to do, you know, like what is that thing for you that feeds your soul that you want to do, you need to do in this season of your life so that you can be even more nourished than you've ever been. So again, if you're someone that's like, I don't have dream buckets, or maybe you're doing dream buckets and it's not giving the feelings that you want, you need to opt out of that crap and just opt in into a quiet desire. So what is your quiet desire? For me, someday, maybe driving a fancy car, I don't know, somewhere, I don't know, like that could literally be it. It is right now, been here talking with you guys, hanging out with my kids. We're going to go out later on today. We're going to have dinner by the ocean or we'll go to a restaurant there and just hang out and just be present. Like those nourish my soul. And because of that, I'm not spending my time, my energy, my resources on things that are externally deemed as being important, but more of what I'm deciding is important. And I honestly think that when we do this, 
We're going to enjoy our lives more. We're going to feel the richness that already exists, regardless of what your net worth is. You feel that more. And you're going to create and curate paths for yourself that only you can, can curate for yourself. And the bottom line is, as we all get older, I always talk about the idea of like talking to my 80-year-old self. Like all the stuff that I'm doing right now, these are memories for her. They're memories for me, but we get to enjoy this together for the long term. And when we're 80, when we're 85, when we're 90, we get to just have this life that we've lived where our soul was just like fed with all this quiet desires that we took care of for so many years. And for me, that is a gift. And that is a gift that if it's important to you, I hope that you receive today. So I would be curious, what are your quiet desires? Like, what is that thing for you? Maybe it's being able to have half a day off every week where you just spend three hours just sitting down by the water, by the ocean. Or maybe it's going for that bicycle ride. Like, what is that for you? Let it feed your soul. But you have to decide ahead of time. Decide ahead of time and make sure that as you're planning out your life, you're deciding and putting plans in place so that you can enrich your soul. That's what it's about. Because at the end of the day, none of us are here forever. But if we can do this as we're serving others, nourishing our souls, it is everything. So I hope this has been helpful for you. If it has been, make sure you let me know. Don't forget to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to right now. I love five stars. I'm a bling in that regard. I'm not a bling in terms of jewelry, but I'm a bling in that regard kind of girl. And of course, I want you to share this with other people. This is literally the way that you can be an agent in your community that is spreading the wealth of wellness, of financial freedom in the true sense of the word, and making sure that we gift this to all the people around you. So I cannot wait to hear and see how you execute on your own quiet desires. All right. I love you guys, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. If you have loved this episode, I would love it if you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps us get this content to more women physicians. This is a money revolution, and I'm so glad that you're part of it. Thank you for listening.